From Australia, this is the Wireless Institute of Australia with the weekly news service. This broadcast is in text, audio and video and is accessed on wia.org.au. G'day, it's VK4 Baker Baker. Graham here with the WIA National News. In the news this week, commencing June 13, WIA Director Phil VK2CPR with news re-ACMA, AGM and IARU. Our resident bookworm Nick VK7WW checks out active amateur radio operator Don Keith N4KC's latest published books. And Cole VK3GTV has a brand new summit on the air mountain to climb. All up and coming in this week's edition of WIA National News. All points of contacts from today's news stories are to be found in print when you read the web editions, wia.org.au. Hi, I'm Phil, VK2CPR. The annual general meeting of the WIA will be held on the 26th of June. Due to the fluid situation with COVID, the AGM will be virtual. That is, the public will be able to view the meeting via YouTube and members can interact with the meeting via Zoom. Registrations will open shortly for Zoom. Don't forget to check your spam folders for updates and AGM details. The board is developing an Australian Amateur Radio Code of Conduct. The code has value both as an internal guideline and an external statement of values and commitments. Particularly, a code of conduct and ethics may become a benchmark against which individual and organisational performance can be measured. The Wireless Institute of Australia, WIA, recently made a submission to the Australian Communications and Media Authority, ACMA, the regulatory authority for radio spectrum in Australia. In response to the ACMA's five-year spectrum outlook, there are two key items on ACMA's agenda that are special interest to radio amateurs in Australia. And that is continued work on the non-assigned amateur service licensing review and review of arrangements for amateur service stations operating at increased transmitter power levels. The WIA made significant submissions on the first point. The submission led to a meeting between the WIA and relevant staff of ACMA to discuss the submission. The aim of the meeting was to seek clarity on aspects of ACMA's proposal that were unclear, to discuss specific areas of concern and to understand the next steps in the process. The second point is proposed to commence in the second quarter of 2022. The WIA welcomes the opportunity to again explore how Australian amateurs may operate at a higher transmitter power level. Also in the pipeline are other key issues the WIA believes are important to the amateur service at this time, and they are define and implement new model for managing the AOCP syllabus that retains amateur radio service engagement in the process. Review and effectiveness of the amateur service examination system in light of the lack of growth of newly licensed amateurs in Australia, particularly through 2020 under COVID compared to other countries. The WIA continues to advocate spectrum access to ACMA on behalf of radio amateurs, particularly the WIA is seeking to address the following matters. Extension of operating privileges for AOCPs to include access to the 50 to 52 megahertz band and to conduct a further review to the defined usage of the 7.1 to 7.2 megahertz slice of the spectrum in the, in the 40 metre band. 
The WIA has continued to lobby to access to the 60 metre band, but opposition from the military and commercial users ensures that this item is difficult to attain in the immediate future. But we will revisit this in a subsequent five-year plan. As the International Amateur Radio Union, IARU, representative in Australia, the WIA is the only authority authorised to recommend to the IARU, and in particular the use of amateur frequencies for satellites. Now, the WIA has authorised the BINAR-1 project, as well as tentatively authorising the CSIRO's SAT-1 project. The WIA represents Australia at the IARU Triennial Conferences, where decisions on changes to the band plans are ratified. Subsequently, the WIA implements the IARU band plans for Australia. So, until next time, this is 73s from Phil, VK2CPR. Now, international news with Jason, Victor Kilo 2, Lima Alpha Whiskey. Hello, and we begin this week's international news from Region 1. New IARU Region 1 HF band plan released. IARU Region 1 have released an HF band plan and annex incorporation changes agreed at the General Conference in October. The band plan comprises two pages, as does the explanatory annex. It can be downloaded from the link we like on the text edition of this, the world's oldest amateur radio news service. This tall story comes from Turkey. The Chamli Char TV radio tower in Istanbul stands 369 metres tall, a futuristic state-of-the-art structure being heralded as the tallest telecommunications tower in all of Europe. At its inauguration, the Turkish president praised the high-tech structure for its ability to carry 100 FM broadcasts simultaneously, noting that it replaces numerous outdated facilities that had previously stood on the same hill. The mass of older towers had long been criticised as marring the city's skyline. The tower is located on the Asian side of the city and at its highest point is more than 580 metres above sea level. Kyrgyzstan latest to arrive on 60 metres 5 megahertz. The Union of Radio Amateurs of Kyrgyz Republic announced that on the 4th of June 2021, their telecommunications regulator made the WRC 15 amateur secondary allocation of 60 metres available at a maximum power of 100 watts. Other secondary allocations made at the same time were 472 to 479 kilohertz at 1 watt, 122.25 to 123 gigahertz at 100 watts, and 134 to 141 gigahertz also at 100 watts. Hamnet expansion in Europe. Amateur Radio Digital Communications, the ARDC, has awarded a grant to support European expansion of Hamnet, the high-speed digital network that interconnects automated amateur radio stations using links in the 13, 6 and 3 centimetre bands. This marks the first international grant from ARDC since it began awarding grants in 2019. Amateur radio is a global hobby and ARDC wanted to enable international funding from day one. ARDC President Phil Kahn, Kilo Alpha 9 Quebec said, One way to do this is to work with international organisations that meet requirements and are able to implement funding in their region. We look forward to entering into similar partnerships with other organisations outside the USA.
DARC will present this project in more detail at the virtual Ham Radio World, June 25th to 27th. To Region 2, Fly Me to the Moon. The first Bitcoin transaction using the moon was conducted in April when Brazilian researchers sent Morse code radio signals to deflect off the moon down to Earth and completed a Bitcoin transaction. Imagine that you're without an internet connection, in an isolated region and without communication. A small HT radio, a cell phone or notebook with a Bitcoin wallet and a few metres of copper wire to mount a dipole antenna is what you'll need to trade your coins freely across the planet. But what if the other person who's going to receive it has no knowledge of radio amateurism and electronics? How will they receive the signal? How will it replicate on the Bitcoin network? This transaction that now flies through space at the speed of light will use radio amateur radio satellites to listen to these sent transactions and replicate them on the network. Marcel Mongion, Victor Alpha 3, Delta, Delta, Delta and Tim Ellum, Victor Echo 6 Sierra Hotel have both been nominated for the top 25 most influential lawyers in Canadian Lawyer Magazine's annual contest. Marcel has served as RAC's legal counsel for over 10 years and Tim served in executive positions for the Canadian Radio Relay League and Radio Amateurs of Canada from 1990 to 1999, including as RAC's legal counsel before volunteering with the International Amateur Radio Union in 2001 and becoming its president in 2009. News from Region 3. Unsurprisingly, a pandemic is no good time for anyone or anything. From shuttered factory doors to cultural traditions ambling on their last legs, COVID-19 has done its work. In fact, even inspiring a new and now commonly used phrase for the worldwide turmoil it has caused. Coronaca, or literally corona damage. But like all things in life, some silver linings have arisen from this situation, and this is especially the case for the amateur radio community in Japan. According to the Japan Amateur Radio League, for the first time in 27 years, an increase in membership was recorded in 2020 with 578 new members, putting the total number of JARL participants at 65,788 hams. So, why are folks in Japan pursuing amateur radio as their pandemic passion project? It comes down to two reasons, lack of human contact and easing of government restrictions. With COVID-19 preventative policies stressing measures like social distancing, it's no surprise some folks are bunkering down at home and looking for new as well as safe hobbies which don't require going out or talking to other people face-to-face. Amateur radio is perfect for this because all you really need is the proper paperwork and a radio. The other factor, completely unrelated to COVID-19, which has given the amateur radio community a boost in its numbers, is a new ordinance passed by the Japanese government in March 2021, essentially easing restrictions. Nowadays in JA, anyone can operate a radio station as long as they're working with or are supervised by an individual who is already certified as a radio operator. And wrapping up this week's international news from Indonesia, 
Yono, Yankee Delta Zero November X-Ray X-Ray of the AMSAT Indonesia technical team has advised the activation of FM voice repeater on IO86. The amateur payload on LAPAN A2 Orari satellite will be reduced to preserve the life of the 45-year-old repeater. If required for emergency communication, they will activate the repeater fully as per usual. Cole VK3GTV will have more news from the final frontier in this week's special interest group news in just a while. But how about this item from Mars? The team behind NASA's InSight Mars Lander has come up with an innovative way to boost the spacecraft's energy at a time when its power levels have been falling. The lander's robotic arm trickled sand near one solar panel, helping wind to carry off some of the panel's dust. The result was a gain of about 30 watt-hours of energy per sol, or Martian day. For WIA National News, in Sydney, I'm Jason, VK2LAW. This is the home service of the Wireless Institute of Australia through VK1WIA. Now, operational news with Felix, VK4FUQ. Hi, and yes, it's Ham Radio Operational News. And here again this week, news on the Fox Mike Hotel Challenge. Wherever you are reading or listening to this DWIA news, get ready for the return of the Fox Mike Hotel Portable Ops Challenge coming September 4 and 5. The contest is designed to create equal operating conditions between portable and fixed stations. Hey, are you going to do that ham radio thing this year? What thing? The one with the bulldozer tearing everything up. Oh, the portable operations challenge. Yes, I am. Is it safe with all the big guns and everything? Well, it was only little pistols last year, but the big guns have been chapped. They've done it again. The steering committee has continued to level the playing field. This year, there are three separate time periods for worldwide propagation and a new date. See foxmicehotel.com stroke challenge. Will you take the challenge? Across in the Tasman bubble tonight is NZ Straight Key Night. Tonight, 8 to 9 p.m. ZL time or 6 to 7 Ingham time. And that's tonight, Sunday, 13 June. Winter VHF UHF field days, June 26, 27. IARUHF World Championships, July 10 and 11. Trans Tasman Low Band Contest, July 17, 160, 80, and 40 metres using SSB, CW, and RITI or PSK. RD or Remember State Contest will be equals 14-15. Alara Contest. Combined phone and CW run over 24 hours starting on Saturday 28th of August at 0600 hours UTC. Finishing Sunday 29th of August at 0559 hours UTC. Oceania Contest. Voice from 0800 hours UTC Saturday October 2 to 0800 hours UTC Sunday October 3. CW from 0800 hours UTC Saturday October 9 2800 hours UTC Sunday October 10 Spring VHF UHF field days November 27-28 December 4 and 5 160 metres worldwide December 11-12 10 metres worldwide DX window The rap is celebrating its 100 years with VK100AF until August 31 
VI50SG is QRV until December 31, commemorating 50 years of the St George Amateur Radio Society in New South Wales. VK20 Home Don't forget that the WIA special event call sign VK20 Home is still available for members to use until December 31st, 2021. Check the WIA website and special event pages to book your time slot for use. And another COVID-19 special event. To pay tribute to all the YLs and OMs who have suffered, those who are currently suffering or have become so on key as a result of the COVID-19 pandemic, look for TM57COV. TM57COV is on air from next Tuesday until June 29. They also pay tribute to the caregivers who with strength and courage do an extraordinary job saving lives every day throughout the world. Pride Radio Group are on the air again with special event call sign VI2021 Pride during Pride Month, 1st to the 30th of June. Online Radio Club, England, G. Special call signs GB1ORC is on the air till the 20th of June and GB0ARC until the 24th of June, celebrating the first anniversary of the online amateur radio community. W. OARC.UK forward slash is an online club affiliated with the British Society, the RSGB. 4U29 May is on the air from the UN Global Service Centre in Brindisi, Italy, until June's end to celebrate International Day of UN Peacekeepers. Yes, runs a month from the suffix date of May 29. A large number of special event stations are now on the air to commemorate the Tokyo Olympics and Paralympics until September the 5th. Listen and workstations with AN as a prefix and OLP as suffix. Calls are from 8NOOLP all the way through 8N9OLP. Nigeria. 5N7MSF John Louis is on the air while working with doctors at our borders in Abuja until September 2021. Activity is on 20 and 50 metres using SSB and UQSL via the operator's instructions. Republic of Korea, D90 Expo is QRV to October 17, promoting 2021 World Military Culture Expo that is taking place in the city of Gyeong in October. QSL via DS3BBC. Mark, W5MED is stationed at McMurdo Station on Ross Island in Antarctica. AN011 until October. Look for him on 14243 kHz SSB and 14070 kHz FT8. Belgian Special Prefix. The Belgian Institute for Post Services and Telecommunications has announced that Belgian radio amateurs and Belgian radio clubs may replace the normal prefix ON in their call sign by the special prefix OS until December 12. This to celebrate the 120th anniversary of the first transatlantic radio transmission on December 12, when Guglielmo Marconi first succeeded in bridging the Atlantic Ocean with radio signals. Croatia, 9A. Members of the Croatian Flora Fauna ARC RQRV with special event call 9A10FF during all of 2021 to celebrate the club's 10th anniversary. Portugal, CQ750 RSI throughout 2021 commemorates the 750th anniversary of the birth of Elizabeth of Aragon, the Queen Consort of Portugal and patron saint of their city of Coimbra. 
Kiwasola Home Call, CD7 AQD. Finland, Special Event Station OH100SRAL, is QRV during all of 2021 to celebrate the centennial of the Finnish Amateur Radio League. Argentina, Special Event Station L21RCA, is QRV during all of 2021 to celebrate the 100th anniversary of the IAA Member Society Radio Club Argentino. Poland, SN0ZOSP and SN100ZOSP are QRV until February 5 to celebrate the 100th anniversary of the Association of the Voluntary Fire Brigades of the Republic of Poland. For VK1WIA National News, I'm Felix, VK4FUQ Inningham. Hi, this is Nick, VK7 Whiskey Whiskey. Active amateur radio operator Don Keith, November 4 Kilo Charlie, has released his 36th and 37th published books, one fiction and the other non-fiction. Warshot, the sixth book in the hunter-killer series of submarine Navy SEAL thrillers, was co-written by Keith and a former submarine skipper, George Wallace. The title book in the series, Hunter Killer, was the basis for a major motion picture of the same name, starring Gerard Butler and Gary Oldman. Keith's latest non-fiction work is Only the Brave, which tells the story of the World War II battle for Guam in the Mariana Islands. And while it was a key conflict in the Pacific theatre, few are aware of the scope of the battle or its effect on the natives of the island, the Chamorros. Keith holds the Amateur Extra Licence and is a member of the ARRL. He's also published four books about amateur radio. This is Nick VK7, Whiskey Whiskey, signing clear. Across Australia from VK1WIA, you're tuned to the WIA National News Service in the Northern Territory. And he can be heard on repeaters 146900, 146950, or and or frequencies 14.337, 10.337, 7.193, 3.555. And I am Carl with a K. Call sign Victor Kilo H I L for whiskey. Now special interest group news with Cole VK three G T V. Hey everyone, and a big shout out to those in VK three who've been active on air recently, likely due to many of us not being permitted to do much else again. Onto the segment and worldwide special interest groups, summits on the air, worldwide flora and fauna program, and other adventure groups. ZS Soda News. A few weeks ago, I mentioned a South African soda activator was close to achieving mountain goat status in the program. Well, it's happened. Congratulations to Adele Tyler, ZS5APT, who on Sunday, May 30th, activated ZS-KN451 to reach her 1,000 soda points and achieve soda mountain goat status. Well done, Adele. In 8P soda news... Summits on the Air Association Manager Philip Bell's 8P5AA in Barbados is the main mountaineer in this new soda region or association. Just on 13 days old, it's a new one to keep an eye on and an ear open for. The summit, Mount Hillaby, is just some 340 metres high. 
Worldwide special interest groups, females in radio, or, should I say, females in space. Italy's first female astronaut, Samantha Cristoforati, IZ0UDF, has also become the first European woman chosen to command the International Space Station. The European Space Agency, in announcing the former fighter pilot's selection, said she's to launch in 2022 aboard a SpaceX Crew Dragon spacecraft. This will be her second stay on board the ISS, where she will become the first female commander. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Final Frontier Here in your WIA National News of late, much has been said about space junk or debris. Now comes word that the International Space Station's robotic arm, Canadarm2, has been struck by a piece of space debris. Luckily, it appears to be, and I'll paraphrase Monty Python here, only a flesh wound, and the arm has been cleared for nominal operations while analysis of the strike continues. NASA and Canadian Space Agency officials don't know exactly what hit it, but the damage was noticed during a routine inspection. The hole is quite small, approximately 5 millimeters in diameter. An absolutely mesmerizing and very instructional video graphic on the problem of orbitable debris created by the European Space Agency may be viewed at the link we like in this week's text edition of this news broadcast. Still on Space News, the numbers game. The Cargo Dragon capsule which took off on June 3 on top of a Falcon 9 rocket to begin a two-day trip to the International Space Station helped clock up some impressive numbers. This was the 120th Falcon 9 flight, 17th SpaceX launch of 2021, 22nd SpaceX cargo flight to the ISS, and the 130th launch from Pad 39A. The mission to deliver experiments, food, spare parts, a NASA-sponsored CubeSat built by middle school students in Tennessee, and other equipment to the space station's seven-person crew. Among the equipment sent was the first satellite to be built by the island nation of Mauritius. The call sign is 3B8MIR. A camera and a digipeter will be made available to the ham community worldwide when it's not downloading images or used for experimental purposes. The uplink will be on 145.7875 MHz and the downlink on 436.925 MHz. The Dragon's cargo load makes it the heaviest supply shipment SpaceX has ever sent to the International Space Station. Worldwide Special Interest Group's VLF, SAQ Grimmerton Transmission on July 4th. The annual transmission event of the Alexanderson Day with the Alexanderson Alternator from 1924 on VLF 17.2 kHz CW with the call sign SAQ is scheduled for Sunday, July 4th. The Alexander Grimmerton Association is planning to carry out two broadcasts to the world from the old Alexanderson Alternator SAQ. Only required staff will be in place due to the ongoing pandemic. The transmission schedule is start-up and tuning at 0830 UTC with the transmission of a message at 0900 UTC. Start-up and tuning at 1130 UTC with the transmission of a message at 1200 UTC. Both transmission events can be seen live on the YouTube channel five minutes before the start-up and tuning.
Worldwide special interest groups, the Pride Radio Group is working to take the financial sting out of becoming a ham. With more, our WIA News Editor, Grey Ham, VK4BB, joins us. Here in Australia, the group is making free kits with basic equipment available to Pride members who qualify for the assistance and live in Australia. Pride is also providing tutorials on how to get started with the kits. The kits contain, in part, an FMDMR handy talkie, a nano VNA with RF demo board, a hotspot, cables and adapters, along with several other basic essentials. Michaela Wheeler, VK3FUR, VK4XSS, the group's founder, said this is one way to offset the high cost of starting in amateur radio in Australia, an effort that can carry a price tag of about 195 Australian dollars. The Pride Radio Group, which was formed last year as a welcoming organisation for amateur radio operators in the LGBTQ community, has shown a consistent growth in membership and now has a roster of 241. Michaela said the Australian Communications and Media Authority has extended Pride's club licence through to the end of the year and organisers are presently forming a board. From our radio newsline and your WIA, I'm VK4BB Graham and this is the 2021 social scene. The WIA AGM, as Phil has reminded us at the beginning of this week's news, is Saturday, June 26 at 11am. Perth Tech in VK6, where else? happens October 23, and Rosebud Radio Fest by Spark, 9.30am, November 14, Rosebud, of course, in VK3. Now till next we meet, I'm Graham, VK4BB, walk softly. This is VK1 WIA. All points of contacts from today's news stories are to be found in print when you read the web edition, www.wia.org.au. From Australia, this has been the Wireless Institute of Australia with the weekly news service. This broadcast is in text, audio and video and is accessed on wia.org.au.